Hey everybody, I'm so excited today to be here with on the cut the bullshit um with Ali Anya Loglu. How are you, Ali? I'm doing great. Thanks. It's great to be here. Thanks for asking me to join your podcast. I'm so excited to have you for a specific reason. Because when we talk about cutting the bullshit, here's the man who really cuts through that and gives us <laughs> I saw some of your posts. I'm like, I gotta have them on my show. So I'm so glad you're here. Oh, I'm glad to be here. Yeah, I'm glad you picked up on that because that's definitely something I try and do. <laughs> Very good. Okay, so let's start out. Give us, for those who don't know you, and if you don't know Ali yet, you should be following him on LinkedIn, hands down. So stop what you're doing, follow Ali on LinkedIn. And then for those of you uh, who do not know him yet, can you give us a little bit of a background, Ali? Yeah, happy to. So um, uh, don't let the accent fool you. I'm originally from London, England, but I now live in, in Massachusetts in the USA. Been here for a long time now. And I've been in product marketing for a number of years for many reasons. Um, one of them is uh, I really enjoy being able to take really technical concepts um, and and cut through the BS and be able to relay it in a language that makes sense for the audience that I'm speaking to. So they understand not just what it is, but more importantly, why it matters to them. And of course, that's a fundamental thing that we do, not just in product marketing, but as marketers as a whole, right? Um, so I've done that at companies like Adobe and Critio and Akinio, and now I'm leading the, the product and brand marketing team at Ampliance. And Ampliance, if you're not familiar with us, um, we are an AI content platform uh, that has a, a content management and asset management system. Um, and we're building... AI content and asset capabilities specifically for businesses who are involved in shopping and delivering shopping experiences. Awesome. Very cool. All right. So give us an interesting or surprising fact, some background there about yourself. Uh, a surprising fact about, uh, here's a fun fact. Um, I once auditioned for a part in an Indiana Jones movie, and I'm not going to say which one because it will age me. But that's what I say. And as you can tell, I obviously didn't get the part because I probably wouldn't be talking to you right now, Abdul, if I had. You'd, you'd be doing better things for sure. <laughs> it's pretty cool, though. That's fun. Did you have used to have an acting career or something? I, I actually, yes. When I was little, I uh, I was into theater at school. Yeah. It's um, probably one reason why I love being up on the stage. I was speak to people yeah i was exactly. just about to say that's probably why you're such a good speaker i mean that, thank you that yeah i think part of it is that i i love that thrill for sure so, fantastic yeah. very cool these all days right. not so much no not so much these days <laughs> no theater for me all right all right so let's get to the meat of the topic here right ai and marketing everybody's talking about it it's mostly bs here's the guy who knows <laughs> what he's talking about so oh my goodness tell me a little yes. bit about what do you uh, think where it's going what what should we be doing about it and how will it affect marketing you know abdul we were just talking about this weren't we and i think all your your listeners and viewers will agree who isn't an ai company these days right how often do we say ai driven ai powered ai this everybody is talking about it we are in a hype cycle right now but actually in some ways validly so um just simply because ai has become democratized and what I mean by that is that AI has been around for a long time now, decades, right? Um, in one form or another. It's just that it's never been accessible to individuals before. It was very much you had to be a data scientist and you'd be using AI or a developer of some kind building some cool technology using AI on the back end. Now it's available to all of us to be able to benefit from. And so that's why it suddenly becomes like this hyped up thing. 
And so for marketers, this is a huge opportunity right now for us to be able to actually be better at what we do. Mm -hmm. um, I don't know what you've been hearing but talking to others, but there is concern that AI is going to take our jobs. Yeah. Some people are genuinely concerned about that. And you know what? I'll be honest with you. Just as with any other technology wave that's happened before, whether it was the cloud or desktop publishing or mobile devices, some jobs are going to be impacted, but that's what technology does. But in this case for marketers, those who will embrace AI are the ones who are going to survive. I really do believe that. And it's more than just what you might have seen a few months ago, which is, hey, now, you know what? You deal with content. Most marketers in one capacity or another will be owned or responsible or accountable or delivering content. Yeah, Great. You can just put a prompt in on a website and you get a whole bunch of content come back to you. Hours of time saved. Isn't it great? Right. Yeah, sure. That's really interesting. But I don't think that's where marketers are going to be benefiting from. And me personally, I actually don't use that capability. I do create content and I actually enjoy that creative process. Um, what I will use that kind of technology for is being able to augment what I do today. Right. So there'll be times where, you know, some of my content is a stream of consciousness. I, I admit that's what I end up starting with, right? Um, and so what I'll use is I'll use those tools like a chat GPT mm -hmm. to be able to feed it what I've written and say, improve this for me or find another way of describing this particular concept. So I use it as a means not for ideation or creation, but actually refinement of what mm -hmm. I do. So that's the way to think about these new Gen AI specifically technologies as a means to be able to augment what you might be doing today already, but it just takes you too long or it's right. too expensive, um, mm -hmm. or you just couldn't do before. Yeah. Another example is actually now with images um, as a marketer. Okay. So I was one of the early adopters with Dali and Midjourney and what have you, and I would just laugh hilariously at the results that would come back. You know, I'd have like figures with six fingers, right? You remember the thing? You just yeah, couldn't get limbs that. and fingers, right? Still around, actually. Yeah. But there were times um, when I needed an image, to be able to illustrate the article I was writing about on LinkedIn, for example, and I just couldn't find a stock photo or anything like that. And, you know, trying to get one, in this case, it was actually, I was looking for an image of a cheeseburger yeah. without, believe it or not, not a lot of demand for that. So no photographers have gone out and shot that particular <laughs> yeah. image. Not common. <laughs> but it was, it was like, it, it, was, it was an analogy I was using for my content as a marketer. So I went to Dali and Midjourney, and it took a few iterations sure. to get the prompting right. But what I got back eventually was actually really good and exactly what I needed. Yeah. So it's, yeah, there's lots of examples out there that what's going to happen is you're going to see these AI um, the tools. And keep in mind, they are tools mm -hmm. always coming with an attitude. Um, it's going to be pro providing very specific capabilities that were either take too long or were just too expensive uh, to do before that we need to be able to do, that we can now offload to a machine to take care of us for us. Mm -hmm. And those kind of tools, are the, if marketers embrace those, those are the marketers are going to stay ahead. Um, it's not just going to be about 
productivity though, um, or hitting the margins and making sure they're low, it's actually going to be about, you'll be able to create more content than you could ever before. And that's what's going to help you stand out. Yeah. So that's um, a couple of thoughts there to what you're saying. One thing I heard from somebody, I don't recall who said this, but they made the comment that AI is not going to remove, uh, displace your job, but somebody who knows how to use AI might displace your job, right? So I thought that was pretty spot on. I mean, it's exactly what you're talking about here, right? Um, and yeah, then the I've piece, been saying the exact same thing. Yeah, absolutely. And then the second piece about the, the incredible efficiency that AI offers, right? As a content writer myself, I spend almost as much time looking for the right images as I do writing the content. And that's really frustrating. And Dolly and other tools have really, like you're, to your point, they sucked at first, but you're getting better. And they've yeah. really gotten, made things easier for me. Another thing I'm starting to see is more creative uh, output from AI that's increasingly better and better as well. Have you noticed that as well? Or is that just me and any of one? No, no, I've been <laughs> seeing um, a really interesting creativity in when I look to actually um, things like the music industry mm -hmm. um, and artists who are looking at new forms of expression of what they're doing, which, you know, is normally would just be, a, you know, MTV music video, right? And that's still around. But they're actually doing some really interesting things with AI-generated 3D content, for example, that just sort of take things like visualizations mm -hmm. in a streaming app to a whole new level. Right. And and they help. It's basically AI now. It's still a creative professional behind the scenes. It's still a creative professional who has to come up with the concept and the idea. But now the grunt work of actually generating it is being done by a machine. Again, that would have taken ages with like you know huge processing power on your desktop which people most people couldn't afford and they can now do it and it's more accessible to them and there's some really creative stuff that's coming out there for sure so so okay in your opinion okay if you're an audience and then in the audience you're listening for somebody who's listening in the audience and they're like okay what do i need to do to get ready for this or to embrace this what's the best way in your opinion of getting started with ai uh, sound again. This sounds like I'm actually going against the ethos of the show, but I would say like just jump right in and try it out. Um, but what you're going to look for actually is there's a number of them out there. Look for technologies and software tools out there that have specific functionality that you are looking for to help you with. That's going to automate or just simplify what you couldn't do before. Um, you know things like there are tools out there that will now be able to provide alternative text for the images that you are using in your campaigns. And that's going to be really important when things like the European Accessibility Act comes okay. into effect next year. Um, these are going to be those specific tools that you'll need. It could also be tools that will help you, for example, take existing imagery that you're using as part of your campaign and then turning that into different formats that you need for all the different channels that you may need to be on as a marketer. Um, in the past, you'd probably hire someone or you're trying to do it yourself and you'll be there stretching and blah, 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 blah. No, it's spending all the time with that. Now you can just take an image and say, make it different sizes. And it will do intelligent things like if you're making the image bigger rather than stretching it, it will actually fill in the background for you. Right. And it's incredible what it can do. Um, so look for those specific tools built for marketers um, because the generic tools that are applying to everybody, you're going to find what's yeah. called a sea of sameness. Yeah. 
And, and this is a concern that the smart marketers have right now, which is, hey, if I'm using this tool, my competitor can use the same tool and get the same output. Sure. So look for things that are built for you that avoid that sea of sameness. Absolutely. All right. So the, the key message at the end of the day, though, is get started. Don't worry about being afraid. Don't be afraid of AI. Get started because if you don't, somebody else will go use it, right? Somebody else will. Exactly. Yeah. And yeah. they already are. So if you aren't embracing it, you're going to fall behind. Absolutely. Well said. All right, Ali, one other question. Thinking back about your career, very illustrious career, what is a major failing? That doesn't have to be major. What is a failing that you've had from which you learned something different and new? Um, and the one I'm going to pick on that one is actually following the ethos of the show here, Abdul, which is um, my motto for 2024 is, is definitely going to be put up or shut up. Um, right. I, I'm, I was guilty of this in the past and I'm seeing it today, which is a lot of talk of different frameworks and methodologies and best practices and industry standards. Yet that individual has never actually implemented, used or learned from those in the real world. Uh -huh. And I have to admit, there was a period of time, maybe it was early in my product marketing career, where I was exposed to all these great tools and methodologies and frameworks, and I'll be telling people about them, except I've never used them myself. <laughs> um, now I'm like, you either, you know, if you're going to talk about those things, actually use them. Right. Um, otherwise, be quiet, move on, focus on what you need to do, because otherwise it's just hot air and noise, and we don't need that right now. Absolutely. So my That's advice is it. Like, just, yeah, exactly. And basically just, uh, yeah, cut the BS, exactly. Um, and, uh, you know, feel free to share what you've learned from things, not just what they are. That's more important. That's what us as marketers, as a marketing crew, we need to learn from each other that way. Um, I can get frameworks and methodologies to the cow because cows come home, but I want to learn from people who've actually done this. And I'm doing that myself is sharing what I've learned, not just what I've heard about. Love it. Love it. And I'm re-questioning. I'm questioning whether I picked the right name for my show right now. I should have done it. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I've trademarked that one. Sorry. Yeah, too late. You got that one. You got this one. Awesome. Ali, thank you so much for being on the show. What a great episode. So much to learn from you every time I follow you on LinkedIn, every time I see something, every time I hear you speak at a conference. Always learning something new. Likewise, Abdul. Thanks for having me. It was a pleasure. I can't wait to come back. Awesome. Take care.